It Just Gets Better by Mary-Kate Brown. Come on, kids, we're going to the beach today, I announced one morning. They'd grown accustomed to impromptu beach days since our move to western Michigan in early spring. Fortunately, living on the west side of Grand Rapids meant a number of gorgeous beaches were well within a 40-minute drive of our rental home. I kept beach gear packed in our minivan, towels rolled in a mesh beach bag by the door, swimsuits usually hung out to dry on the back porch, and sunscreen was optional. We slipped flip-flops on our feet, made a quick stop by the grocery store for some grapes, cheese cubes, granola bars, and extra water, and we drove to a new spot, Rosie Mount. Social media is incredibly helpful when you move to a new area. Locals know all of the best spots. Rosie Mound was highly recommended and seemed right up our alley with sand dunes, a quiet beach, and stunning views. Windows down and music turned up, we drove through miles of farmland while the girls and I sang along to our summertime playlist. We pulled up to a small parking lot in a visitor center and loaded our essentials. I couldn't bring a stroller because our one-mile hike to the beach included wooded, sandy dune trails and hundreds of stairs. We all had to walk. We left towels and toys behind and set out on our hike. I carried the backpack with water and snacks as I watched my three daughters run ahead. No one needed diapers. No one needed nap time. No one needed me to tote five million things along with us on every outing. I felt light. Our hike through the shady dune woods felt like a new level of freedom. I was taking my children to the beach one mile on foot from the car and toilets with no stroller alone. In years prior, I'd never have been able to manage such a day trip. Restaurant outings when I only had one child were stressful enough. Weaving through a tightly packed dining room with an infant carry seat in tow, occupying a restless baby at the table, and barely finishing my own meal made me despise eating out. Venturing to a secluded beach alone would have never been on my radar as a fun outing in that season of life. Watching my children grow up is certainly bittersweet. I recall the hours I spent swaying in the darkness watching my babies drift off to sleep. I would linger, holding their tiny bodies close to mine, praying I'd be able to remember what it felt like years later. We spent a good number of years home, keeping with the pace of little legs, short attention spans, and nap times. Sentiments like, enjoy every second, or it goes by so fast, caused me to grieve a little bit of those fleeting baby years. The idea that one day I'd look back on them with nostalgia forged the association of their growing up with loss. However. I'm learning it is not about what I fear we may lose in the early years. It's about what we have to gain in the coming ones. Many of our outings that spring and summer looked much the same. One bag with a few essentials, our able legs, and willing hearts. My three-year-old trotted after her big sisters, my oldest blazed the trail ahead, and my middle cupped up somewhere in between. I followed behind our parade. We climbed up a final set of stairs at Rosie Mound over the last sand dune before we reached the lake. A crisp breeze greeted us at the top as we caught a glimpse of endless blue water just beyond the rolling, sun-baked hills of sand. We were almost there. The descent down the other side of the dune was easier, and as we emerged from the cool shade of the trees, we basked in bright sunshine. Sweaty after our hike, we splashed in the gentle lapping waves and lost track of time. Hours later, we drip-dried on our hike back through the meandering wooded dune trails to our car. I smiled at each passerby as I carried my three-year-old on my shoulders. Sandy, 
sweaty and sun-kissed, we settled contentedly into the air-conditioned car to head back home. It wasn't long before all three girls nodded off to sleep. I glanced back at their messy beach hair and pink cheeks and smiled, feeling the familiar sense of nostalgia I felt before when each of them were just tiny babies. I didn't want to forget this either. Venturing out on solo beach trips in this season are akin to the countless days we spent at home in seasons past. We've embraced the present. As my children grow, I don't mourn the departure from their baby and toddlerhood, but embrace the newness of their childhood. Along with beach days, I embrace the skinned knees, loose teeth, two-wheel bike rides, elaborate Lego creations, and the endless adventures their imaginations take them on. I look back on those tender moments of the past and realize they're ones upon which our new adventurous ones are built. No one ever told me it just gets better, but I'm learning that it does. Hey, I'm Robin from the Kindred Mom team. I'm excited to be chatting with Mary-Kate. Thanks for the essay. (laughs) No problem. Thanks so much for hanging with me today, Robin. Yeah. So... You know, we've been doing these interviews. I love these mom chats afterwards. I know. They're, <laughs> even though I've read all the essays like several times, typically by the time that they get published, I always go and listen yeah. to the, listen to the interviews anyway, because it's so oh, much yeah. fun. They're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. If you could talk to your pre-kid self, what would you tell her? I would tell her that it's okay to discover who you are as a mom as you go along. Mm. I think... While we're pregnant and we're expecting our first child, we just have at least, okay, I'll speak for myself. I had all kinds of like ideas of what that would look like, ideas of what kind of mom I would be, ideas of how to parent. Mm -hmm. And I know it's so typical, but I just felt like, you know, I was going to have it all together. Um, And it's really okay just to learn as you go. And at this point in the game, like I've embraced that. Like, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing still. I'm still new at this parenting thing because I've never parented a seven-year-old before. And that's my oldest, you Mm -hmm. know? So just allowing myself to learn on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yep. I am a hundred percent with you. Um, right. We don't have to know it all. Right. Before. We don't have to know anything at all before we get into the game. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. I tried. Didn't work. Yeah. I forgot it. I know. <laughs> I forgot it. Um, what is the best or worst advice you've gotten about parenting? Ooh. Um, well, I would have to say, I just said, well, like my four-year-old, you guys. <laughs> I know she's not on the podcast, you don't hear, but she says that. Well, um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So let me start with the worst. I don't know that it was advice. It was well-intentioned help. I just learned it didn't fit for me. So the the well-intentioned help was a friend of mine, um, highly recommended baby-wise to me. And I know this is controversial in the parenting world. I'm not going to sit here and bash it or anything. I'm just going to say... She told me about how much success they had with their daughter and um, sleeping and all these things. And I was so eager to dive into it and read it. And at this point, like my daughter was only like a couple weeks old. Mm -hmm. She was still fresh. So I dive into this book 
during my nursing sessions and I'm reading it and I started freaking out thinking I'm doing this all wrong. I'm going to mess her up. We have no routine. Mm. Like I just was, it made me feel so anxious and several chapters into the book, I just decided, why am I reading this? Like this obviously doesn't jive with how I feel I need to do things in this season. And so I thanked her and I returned the book and I said, thanks. And um, we just went with it. We like didn't do any of the things I read about in baby wise and we, we all turned out fine so far. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I think for me, it was just learning like that advice worked for them, but I just had to determine like it wasn't a good fit for us. So I'm not saying it was bad. I just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I had to say this is our family. Yeah. I I think we all need permission to like let some of the experts go because our experts saying everything like, like you can find an expert saying that you should do it the way that you are. Right. And, and that does work. Um, but I, I mean, like not everything that every expert says is going to work for you or your kids. Right. Or like each individual could, you know, mm-hmm. like the way oh, I parented my first child is not the way I parent my third child, you know, right. things change. So yeah, it was, I wouldn't say it was bad advice. It just, I had to determine like, this is not going to work for our family. Mm-hmm. And this is not the only way to raise healthy, well-adjusted children. Um, yeah. So I would say that for me. And as far as like, the best advice. I cannot think of like one specific person or one specific instance, but I think of all the moms who, you know, gracefully just had the attitude of like, not to tell my new mom self, like, this is how it's going to be. You're going to have a reality check, honey. But the moms that had grace enough to say, like, to give me permission to say, just do what works for you. Mm -hmm. Just you're going to discover and find the things that work out best for you and that baby. And that is fine. And so for the moms that had the grace and didn't um, come to me like with an agenda or with like this really intense, like you need to do it this way or that's not great or whatever. Just the moms who are graceful and said, it's okay to figure out what works for you. I really appreciate all of those people. Yes. 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 You watching anything fun right now? Kind of. We um, are big on like watching shows together as a family and that's kind of how we kind of wind down at the end of the day um and currently we are watching the little house on the prairie series which none of us have ever watched before and it's so sweet and my children love it um so we're enjoying that (laughs) yeah I remember watching that my mom always folded laundry while while we watched that in the middle of the day and then Bonanza was on (laughs) That's like, awesome. I just remember this lineup from when I was like seven. That's hilarious. Yeah, we we um we recently started this one. I forget how many episodes in we are now, but um we were watching um some of the Marvel movies together, yeah. which is a completely different like <gasps> whole other thing. <laughs> little house on the prairie, but and we didn't watch all of them with our right. kids because I don't you know I'm nerve. I didn't see a lot of them, and I was nervous about them like having nightmares. Some mm-hmm. of the bad guys are pretty scary, but it's also really funny because like my girls are obsessed with Captain Marvel, which I'm so proud of because Captain Marvel's amazing. She's right. the best. <laughs> Yeah. And so I kind of love it that they've got into them. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to watch family shows or movies like that together just makes it more enjoyable because I am I'm not the kind of mom who sits there and enjoys a bunch of kid shows. So, right. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. yeah. Kids, kid shows, I think, are um, just like their chance for me to go get stuff done. <laughs> That's all. Like, yeah. I can't oh, sit yeah. and watch my little pony. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely. So. Get stuff done. <laughs> anyway. I'm with you. Well, thank you so much for chatting, Mary-Kate. It was fun to 
Yeah. Fun to get to talk. Always fun to talk to you too, Robin. Thanks so much.